Okay, guys. So, we've gone a long way from that day when Alex got very fat after the baker and the sports drinks accident. So, since we already have dived into the lifestyle of Alex, let's go ahead and switch over to his uncle's cousin's 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 uncle's grandson. So, his grandson was exactly Alex's age. Except she was named Alexis, or granddaughter. Sorry, but Alexis was... Well, she, she did a lot of sports. And when she heard about the incident, about her cousins, 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 incident about the sports drink, she laughed. She laughed hard. Very hard. But, anyway... She went to a very good school, very easy to get in, but very expensive, good school. Her family was wealthy. Alex's, well, he, his close relatives were on a different branch of the family, the poor one. So... They, Alex did not go to an expensive, good school because it wasn't affordable. And so anyway, her, he's cousins, 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 cousins. Well, anyway, Alexis, one day when she was going to school, it was the first day of school, she noticed she forgot. Her lunchbox, and, well, that is disappointing, I think. So, she, she was surprised, but, of course, they had a lunchroom, and, well, they had cafeteria, more like it, and she had lots of lunch money. So, she had so much extra money, she decided she would get an ice cream cone for herself and apple pie for all of her friends. So, they all enjoyed the apple pie, and, well, it was a good day. At the end 
of the day, though. A kid. About her age. Who looked kind of familiar. But not very familiar. Was walking by. He had lots of bruises. Um, he was beat up. Looking pretty sad. But not a, a very beat up. I mean, you could tell that he had a lot more bruises than most people. I mean, he had some on his face and his legs. I mean, usually you don't have two or three bruises on your face like Alex did. They showed. He just walked by. But right after he passed her, she stopped, turned around, and watched. She offered the boy a few cents that were left over from lunch. And he took them. And they were at the corner. So he was going to turn left. But he turned right. That's right. He went this way, not that way as planned. So, what this meant was, well, he might have gone to buy something. He walked into a gas station down the block. Alexis turned and walked away. But the boy kept on going in, and... He bought Cheetos. He also bought some Pepsi Cola. And then he walked out, drank some, but then he turned around, noticing he still had two dollars left. So he went back and bought three hot dogs got a bag for them, and walked home. He hadn't drinking much of his Pepsi-Cola yet. Of course, he had a big bottle of it, so he wouldn't have all of it at once. So he took it home, and, well, he told his parents about it, and they had the hot dogs for dinner. Of course, usually you don't live on hot dogs from gas stations, you know, but it was fine for them, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's what happened, and so, the next day, when Alexis woke up, she heard a knock at her bedroom, it wasn't a knock, that was like someone waiting at the door. It was coming from outside. Someone was knocking on her bedroom window. And of course, 
Alex knew all of his cousins or his or her his cousin's addresses. So, he walked over there, knocked on the window. She noticed it was the kid from the other day. So, she let him in through the window. That's not something people do every day. No, it isn't. But he just crawled past her on the bed and said, Thanks. He said it in this way for a reason that is unknown and will always be unknown. But Alex was, well, he, Alex wasn't the kind of person that, you know, follows common sense rules or, you know, common sense. You don't walk over to your cousin's cousin's cousin or just your cousin's house, knock on the window and get let in. Like, this is totally strange, but he did it anyway. And then he poured her a cup of Pepsi and was off. She drank the serving of Pepsi and decided not to tell her parents because she hadn't told them about what happened yesterday. So she didn't want to disturb it or make them be mad. Like, why didn't you tell us? And frustrated. So she didn't tell them ever. And the bruised up boy was Alex, of course. Alex. So Alex, I guess, not the kid or child. Alex walked to school. He was very... He felt very good. He felt confident. He felt ready. For a new year. McGilvra Elementary. Yes, he was now in fourth grade, not third. <sighs> it was his second day, of course. But the first day wasn't really. I just went over and played games at the park, the whole school. But today was the first day of homework, work, studying. And he was ready. The other day, the bully was sick, but he was ready to come in and be ready for the bully to try to do something. And well, when he got there, a group of kids were hanging out with the bully, laughing and stuff. We thought, hmm, maybe they're just friends joking around. Maybe he won't be so bad this year. But he was. 
He now had a gang that was teaming up on all the dwarks and wimpy kids. So, he was considered one of them, even though nobody was. And, well, if you didn't start to do stuff that they did with them and their gang, then you would get beat up. And Alex just stood there, looking at him like they were idiots. Complete idiots. And then, it turns out, there was one called Ben, and the other one was called Dan. Of course, usually in elementary school, you don't choose the language you take. But, at McGilver Elementary, you did. And it was his third year of Mandarin. So, he started to laugh. And he's just laughing for no reason. It was a pretty good reason, I think. So then, he, he just said, Ben Dan, and walked away. They were very confused. Alex didn't want to say a lot. He just said their names in a specific order, in a specific way. But... He walked away very satisfied. He was satisfied about a lot of things that day. He had just walked off, you know, ready to do some, like, not too normal things, ready to round up some friends. In fact, he wanted to start a club that would talk about the bullies and all the troubles they had and they could write reports about them and make their weekly newspaper where everybody would write something publish it or well yeah do their best work and then they would staple it together and one of them would write a picture based off of what the first page was about and then they would all read it and they would print copies out so everybody in the group could have it. But, of course, not everybody read it. Not everybody at all. I mean, he, Alex was the one who illustrated the newspapers and he wasn't the best at it. But nobody cared because it was, well, it was the club, the only thing that they liked about school. So they had to enjoy it. And they enjoyed it when people didn't spell words right and things. And they would help each other out. They were happy to help each other. Not like, seriously, you spell it like this. And then they would pass by some one of their friends and say, That guy's stupid. He can't spell great the right way. <laughs> and stuff like that. 
but that's not good to have people like that in the class. But of course, there always will be. In fact, there was a bully called Odie in my old school, and well, the lesson for me is in every place you go, you're going to find an Odie. And this played into Alex's life as well. Because it's true, you're always going to find a bully. In this class, there was an Odie. Not the name. The same kind of person. The same characteristics of Odie. He was the big bad bully. His name was not the big bad bully, of course. He was called... Well... He had a nickname, he was often called, or named, well, called, um, by his nickname, which was Chewy, and it sounds pretty, pretty silly, but it was short for what his friends liked to call him, Chewer his old friends at his old school. But his real name that was like on like the school list of students was Sam. His old friends called him Chewy because, well, Chewy, he was, he chewed on a lot of things, but he mostly did it to get attention. For example, he would get a stick, rip the bark off, and chew on it. And, well, if, if I knew that it was clean, like, very clean, like, very smooth, then I would do it. But, they have germs, of course. But if I knew that it was fine, I mean, I might do it. Of course, there would be something I could do that would be more productive. But, you know, if I'm really bored and I really do not have anything to do, well, that's what I'm going to do. But... Alex, well, Alex, of course, didn't do that. But Alex sometimes thought, what I'm going to do? Huh? Gazelle? Of course, he didn't think the kind of legs. Yeah. He had the, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sure They're kind of mumbling to himself and stuff. But this year, he wouldn't do that. When he would make noise, he would make sure everybody could hear him. He was also going to speak in a lower-pitched voice and slightly louder. If he was talking with, like, the teachers about the bully and how they didn't believe him and stuff, he would talk more like this because then say things like strong words and uh, he would speak like 
for example. Just state the obvious in a very direct way. Not just, for example, Bruce Lee, he once said, he said something that was so that Americans could understand him that he had, he was making, or G can do, so that, well, if a boxer and a wrestler fight, it's not gonna work. A wrestler likes to have, to be tight on, be able to grab and move the other guy. But a boxer likes space so he can back up and then land a punch. So they couldn't battle. So he wouldn't give examples like that. He would just, this is this. This is what happened, what is happening. He wouldn't compare it. And if he would, he would compare it to things that were much deeper, more... Well, you could say stronger. I wouldn't say stronger, though. But things that, like, not really how a butterfly or a, a butterfly, um, worm, though, no, not worm. Oh, a worm. A worm has two hearts. If you cut it in half, it will still be alive. That would be right in between. Very heavy content or dark to not. I mean, it's not content, but sentences, paragraphs. But he would state the obvious. He wouldn't be very poetic when usually, oftentimes, speaking with wisdom and Stating the obvious are the same thing. I don't think they're oftentimes the same thing at all. Speaking with wisdom is more poetic and doesn't have a lot of direct information. Or else it would be, well, this is this, and this is what's going on, and this is what we need to change. With wisdom... It would be more like, and this is this. It's like the this with this. Like the beauty of the world. Speak, like, wisely. You know, that kind of thing. That's more of the the cartoon kind of wisdom. But Alex was going to act bolder. Speak and louder, though and more low-pitched voice. And he would do this because if he speak like this, I mean, well, no! He went, huh. No, he did this. He, 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 in a demanding voice. That's what he would talk in. So, Alexis, after 
she got to school for the second day, the first day of homework and studying, and a normal school day. She went and she got there and it was weird. So there were some kids gathered around a a teacher that was laying on the ground. When she got there, there were red stains all over her shirt and a lot in one area. She asked her friends immediately what had happened. And they just said, well, and then they all started cracking up. And she didn't think it was funny. And she ran in to call 911. And everybody's like, it was a joke. We were just practicing for the school play and stuff. Because during the summer, when they would, or they, when they would ask you what language you were going to take and all that stuff, they would ask you if you would be in the school play. And she didn't. She wasn't signing up for it. And she didn't sign up for it. So the kids who were around the teacher were just practicing before anybody else got here. But after she got there, they all got up. And the teacher, after she saw they that Alexis had ran off to the building to call 911. She said to stop, and it was very surprising. But I'm talking more about Alex right now. So, anyway, over the next two months, the bully and his friends made a boy band and well that was huge very popular of course they didn't really do much they just uh, did a ton of effects to make it sound cool but they didn't really know what they were doing and they were like uh but and, you know, yeah, not very good, guys. Not very good. One of them actually sounded cool-ish. Where it's like, wah, 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 wah. And then it did a ton of crazy things. That one was popular, and then they had a school concert, and then... After the school concert would be the school play. And then, well, it wasn't a school concert. It was the boy band concert. And uh, they just played all their weird music and the speakers and stood there acting like they were DJing. And (laughs) it looked pretty silly. Alex went there and unplugged one of the speakers and was not caught. And then it was all canceled and it was ruined. And then Alex heard something like this. 
he turned around. It was nothing. It was nothing. He had just stepped on a metal bar. It was just nothing. He was uh, okay. He was a okay. So, the boy band got more and more popular. And he heard the sound again and again, turned around. Everybody was banging their feet against the bar and almost tripping. But life went on again and again and and again and 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 again so alex went into the building it was late everything was ruined for the boy band they were all so sad was so miserable And they kept on whining. Tune in for other wild events later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Alex from the Bottom, brought to you by water. Is it wet? I don't know. <laughs>